You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode 226 of PHP Ugly, a fuel-injected PHP developer rant of a podcast. I am your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me, looking bewildered, is John Congdon. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say Thomas for sure. Um Yes, I am bewildered because I, I was so confused by the fuel, uh, whatever you said there. I can't remember now. so long ago. Alcohol. What did I say? Alcohol should have been in there. Maybe I skipped the alcohol. Alcohol injected. <laughs> fuel injected. Did I say fuel injected? You said fuel injected. I was so confused. Also I'm, with me. I'm fuel injected. All scattered. Thomas right up. Alcohol's a fuel. Alcohol's a fuel. Fuels me. Keeps me yeah. going. <laughs> I thought we turned into a car podcast for a second. Got God, I confused. hope not. Speaking of car, I, I got to work on mine this weekend. Why? <laughs> oh, nothing big. My, I think my my wife and kids have been jamming out in the in the car to music too much, and the one of the front speakers is blown. So now I got to replace it. Mm. See, yeah, I don't I work on the the engine. Yeah, the engine thing. Harry no, Mack. I don't do that. Were they? Were they listening to Harry Mack? They're jamming to Harry Mack? Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah, I think we it. need to request a new song from Harry Mack and have him just say, slightly professional. <laughs> <laughs> slightly more professional than they were the first time I sing this song. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we've gotten less professional. I try. We try to We try to keep the bar low. We talked about that last week. How is everybody doing this week? I'm replacing my alternator. One of my, oh. my cars doesn't work, so... I have to get up three hours earlier than normal to take my wife to work. So are you personally replacing it, or are you taking it to a shop and letting them replace it? I have a friend who I am paying to replace See, that's me. I pay somebody to do that stuff because I'm not going to do it, where every time Jackie's dad has been coming over lately, he's telling me constantly about something new he's doing to either his car or Jackie's mom's car, replacing water pumps and brakes and all sorts of work he's doing. It's like... So that's what I need. Nah. I need someone nah. who feels obligated to fix things. Last time I changed the oil in my truck, the reverse lights wouldn't turn off. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I'm just not very good at those things. It's it's sad. It's it's very sad. John, you look like you have another project going behind you. What's what's with the what's in the box? What's in the box, man? I I am halfway through putting the enclosure around my printer here, and it's just trying to find time to do it and. The printer is way too big. It's massive. It looks I'm, huge. I need, to, I need to reorganize my entire office again just to make room for that thing because it's too big as it is. No, uh, I got, no plans I got to put it in business. the garage or anything? I'm, I'm worried about putting it in the garage for temperature changing. Oh, like, yes. Uh, you mentioned that. That's a good idea. I mean, you have a dining room. How often do you guys sit down and eat? Come on. You're vegans. You right? You guys don't eat that uh, that often at the dinner table. Let's go. No, they Put it out there. Straight out of the garden. That rabbits. That would be Let's pretty go. cool. If you actually, have an I did, I did that yesterday. It's not a big deal. It can actually help. Yeah, but then I got to go all the way out there to make sure things. I mean, I, I'll have the camera on it so I could watch it. But right now, it's so convenient where when I screw up, I can cancel it real quick. Yeah, like, I, I be, agree with I John. Can be sitting John. Here, I can be sitting here on, in a meeting <clears throat> 
and realized, oh, I just started a print that I shouldn't have done while I was in a meeting, but I forgot to take the stuff off the, the plate. And now my axis is hitting into the, the previous print. Yeah, that happened this week. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> you need to, I need to figure out how to create the whatever it is the diagram you need to print stuff because i have ideas of things i want printed specifically things i want printed for the the dog's wheelchair that i have to carry in my truck now i have this idea of of a hook i want for to put the bungee cords on and it would be very unique to my truck i'm like i bet you john could print that for me if i could just figure out how to diagram it for him and it yeah. would be very easy. Yeah, I did it for a little bracket in my kitchen drawer. It's not that hard. It's just it took me like three attempts because I kept screwing up. Like three I mean, attempts I mean, isn't bad for the first time modeling. Well, technically, I should have done it again because I I made it way too thin. So it's too flexible and wasn't mm-hmm. holding the, the silverware drawer in place the way I wanted it to. But instead of redesigning it, I just used some double-sided tape under it. <laughs> I got my uh, I got my 3D printed stuff from John. I uh, uh, one of one of our peeps at Diego Dev was over around John and picked it up. Came by and dropped it off, and I ran outside real fast to see him because he was leaving like in a hurry. He wasn't he wasn't having any of it, and I realized I li- literally have not seen anybody I know, like a friend of mine. I shouldn't say it like that, like but friends I have, and like. Literally a year. I think the last time I saw somebody was I ran into John uh, when we were moving out of the office. And, and I don't even think I got out of the truck. I saw him getting in his car. I was in my truck. And we kind of were two ships passing in the night. So when David bounced over the house yesterday, or was it yesterday? A couple of days ago, whenever he came, came over, I'm like, dude, I want to see you. And, you know, we're both big baseball fans and baseball season starting. We got spring training going. We got spring training games going. So I ran outside real fast. I got a bum knee right now. So I'm like, I'm more hobbled outside really fast. And I, I realized, I'm like, man, it's been so long. I have people I've seen, uh, actually only one other couple I've seen during the pandemic. And it was, it's a, it's a person that my wife works with. We decided to have a bubble together. And so I've actually become pretty good friends with her husband. Um, so I I have friends that I've seen during the pandemic, but not like my original friends, like just friends that I, I know. So it was so good to see him. And like we literally saw talked for like maybe all of two minutes because he had his kid in the in the car. I'm like, the kid is fine. He'll he'll tap on the window if he gets <laughs> too hot. Don't worry about him. Good. But he was all insistent about good parenting or whatever. And when we're running yeah. off, now I'm Miss them, miss them hard, but yeah. whatever. I'll get over it when they turn. <laughs> I'm over it <laughs> sooner than that. I, it usually it's around 13, 12, 13, 14. That's when you get what are you over talking it. Talking about during COVID time, it's like six, seven. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> as you can see, it. as you can see behind me, my my office is in a bit of disarray. This is my. Yes, your your flag is gone. Yeah, this is my last episode from the office. Wonk, wonk, wonk. Daughter moving back, eh? Yeah, it turns out that uh, living with her biological father is exactly as fun as we told her it would. So she's coming home early. Yeah, th- th- so that, that's interesting because I only saw my dad, you know, a couple weeks a year over the summer. And, of course, during that time, he makes it as fun as possible, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. He was her superhero. She she yeah. loved spending time with him. But I also realized that had I lived with him, it would have been way different. And I know that because my sister lived with him for a long time. Her, her and my mom had their own issues, so she would go live with my dad for periods of time. And it's just, it's such a different lifestyle. But what do kids know? Nothing. I absolutely no, absolutely nothing is is what they know. They know nothing at all. Drives me insane. I was talking about COVID for a little while. I I want to give uh, a shout out to some peeps. Uh, when I think this same year, John and I decided to do a conference, a PHP conference in San Diego, uh, Wave PHP. Uh, some um, other inspiring PHP uh, organizers decided to do a conference. In Texas, called Longhorn. John and I, actually, John and I, actually crashed Longhorn and, and tried to sabotage it, but they they booted us out. Uh, we were we, we sabotaged uh, training day, and they're like, "You can you, you can leave now." We kept showing up, but um, <laughs> but I uh, they released they released. I don't know if it was this week or maybe the previous week, but they recently released that they are going to hold an in person conference. Now, this was before it's in Texas. Texas so of course, again. I'll say this is before oh. Texas went all squirrely on us. If you're not in the U.S., which many of our live listeners aren't, it's absolutely insane what's going on in this country right now. Texas, which is a very stronghold of the Republican Party, and was it Alabama? Alabama or Mississippi? I forget. Uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know what you're about to say, so I can't help you. Texas, Texas and Mississippi both decided to completely lift all their mask mandates, said all businesses can open up to 100% uh, capacity, basically saying we're over the virus, nobody worry about it, go back to your lives. Now, this was this was announced before that, so this this was not something that was conditioned on that. I just want to point that out. <laughs> they, are, they are very concerned about people's health. Um, I'm actually setting up a zoom call with them i'm gonna do i'm gonna uh profile them in php architects uh community corner in an upcoming php architect magazine probably in, in a couple months um but they are very concerned about people's health people's safety they want to make sure everybody can enjoy themselves uh in person um and we're going to kind of talk about the kind of the steps they're taking to to ensure all that but first php conference first in-person php conference in a very long time uh is happening uh in october of this year and they, they, um, they need a they need an i've been vaccinated badge for the people that have been vaccinated so that they can all gather and the, the, they'll like take their masks off and just start laughing at everyone else hug and cry and start hugging each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so i'm kind of i'm kind of excited about it i gotta be honest i don't think i'm ready to travel anytime soon so i don't think i'm interested in, in attending I, I take that back. I am interested in attending. I like these the, the, the people putting on this conference. I, I know them personally. We've you know we've had. I think we had a, at least one, maybe two of them speak at our conference. Three of them actually did. Did did Dan? Uh, I, anyways, we had at least two speak at our conference. I think maybe we had three speaker at our conference. Um, they're really good people. Uh, so I would love to go see them, but I. I I don't know. I, I'm I'm one of these guys who's really weird about this. I, I was weird about traveling on planes before, not because I was afraid of planes. I just I'm a big guy, 
and I don't like being that close to other people. I, I honestly don't <laughs> like being that close to other people. I so like I was already kind of freaked out about it. Exactly. I know. I know. Uh, I know where all the buttons are that get the chair uh, adjusted. The secret adjustments you can make on the chairs on planes. That's how big I am. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I know how to the the. The armrests that won't come up, I know how to make them pop up because they yeah. hide it. They hide a little button there for you, just in case you roll over into the next person's seat. I, I knew that because of you. Because of you, I know that those those chairs on the aisles, the the armrest between you and the aisle actually pops up. Uh-huh. And I didn't. I never knew that until I talked to you. And I tra- oh. I showed is a showed my wife one time. We went. I'm like, look, this pops up. <laughs> yeah. That's fat guy tip that you just you you have to figure out on your own. They don't tell you. So if you're in the U.S., if even if you're not in the U.S., but if you're in the U.S., Longhorn PHP mm-hmm. October 14th through the 16th in Austin, Texas. Uh, it's going to be at the uh, Holiday Inn, Austin Midtown. Um, you know, if you're looking to get to an in-person conference again, like I said, the, right. these people that's are legit. Yeah, it's far enough out where most people should have had the opportunity to be vaccinated if they wanted to be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, my, my, actually, everybody in our house now. Um, my one kid got their first shot uh, last week. My second kid is getting their scheduled. Uh, they work at the school district, so the school district is handling um, where and when they get vaccinated. Uh, and then there's just me. Uh, I need to get vaccinated at some point. I'm just patiently waiting my turn. What a guy. Yeah, I qualify for the you made yourself unhealthy enough that we'll give it to you phase of the rollout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. D- didn't, aren't some states doing like if you're a smoker, you're eligible now? That's one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, I, I'm definitely going to get it. I'm not trying to avoid it. I just want to make sure everybody who has to have it or everybody who should have it gets it first because that's only going to make everybody else go smoother. So trying to be patient about it and, and get it done. But I am looking forward to it. My, my wife has already done. She, she works at the, at a hospital. She's been done for a, for a while now. And you know, I'm, I have to admit, I'm kind of envious of her. I mean, she, she, she's actually more disciplined about wearing her mask than I am. I'm like, like I said, I don't like people being too close around me. So I typically just keep the six feet distance, but uh, my wife, even if we're six feet apart, she'll put her mask on. I think it's like a comfort level of just letting the other person know, hey, you know, you matter to me. Put your mask on where I'm just like sneezing at him. <laughs> you should probably get back. I've been sneezing. Don't taste anything. It's fine. But... Standalone super spreader. <laughs> uh, speaking of conferences, we've got uh, the Laracon online conference coming up. Yes, we now, is this the the regular Laricon online conference, or is this uh, is this the Laricon conference that has migrated to online? Yes. <laughs> good, good job. I don't, I don't know if there's a distinction anymore. I think uh, the because they already had Laricon online, they just decided co opt that brand for mm-hmm. the big conference this year. Um, it's it's got a what is it two day. Oh, and it's a one-day schedule, so it's not. It's a, it's a one-day. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's interesting. It's it's targeted. I, I read somewhere. I don't know if it's targeted is the right word, but their focus is on Laravel internals this year. Um, so the presenters are 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 quite focused. It's not the typical typical 
presenters you see who are there probably pitching something they're trying to sell or something. They have a lot of, uh, I think, I think pretty much all the Laravel employees are working there. They do have a live wire talk. Just going to, just going to point that out. I mean, apparently <laughs> I was that's, when that was going to come out. <laughs> that's important enough to uh, have on a Laravel internals conference is, you know, live wire. I, I, I feel, I feel, I think it's a good decision. I feel I'm, I support that decision 100%. Uh, but yeah, everything else is very specific to the internals of Laravel. They have a, they have a queue talk, service container talk, routing, Laravel updates, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, it's 30 bucks online. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what it is. I mean, are you spending our money up for all of our employees again? Should I should I make sure that's budgeted for? Now that you said that, I wasn't going to offer it, but sure, I guess so. We can do that. Enough of enough of your employees are Patreons now. So I have uh, I have to say the little graphic they have uh, is pretty nifty. It has that that uh, GitHub four hundred four or a repo not found effect where it's like moves around if you move over it and it's got a little blur and i like yeah, the it's got a I, I like that that's a thing yeah i like that that's a github thing <laughs> that's only that's the first place i remember seeing it i'm I'm sure other people do it but that's the first yeah. place i remember seeing it yeah that's fun uh laricon also announced laricon merch yeah less excited about that but i guess they needed to do something i mean sure i what i thought was interesting is that the the price of the ticket is what twenty nine dollars for Laracon online? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not make it sixty dollars and include a T shirt? Well, see, that was always the thing about the T shirt, right? Is you got it for going to the conference. It, it was kind of like a badge right. of honor. I was like, oh, hey, you went to that conference. In this scenario, like anybody can just order. Like, oh yeah, that's a cool design. I'm I'm gonna gonna order. And granted, people could do that kind of before, but it. It was a little tougher to kind of do. I, I don't know. I, I'm not that big. I mean, I'm just not that big of a fan of the ecosystem of Laravel. Of, there's just a lot of, hey, pay me for this, pay me for that sort of mentality in Lara- the Laravel ecosystem. And when it comes to this, and and I have, I mean, I mean, my boy Eric Burns, I, I, I will support Eric Burns to the day I die, but I don't know. I mean, just getting a, a, a conference t-shirt. I don't know. If you like and, this design, I guess. And, and, and charging 60 bucks for an online conference, they're they're trying to maximize the number of attendees. They're going to get more people that will pay 30 bucks to be there than they would paying 60 bucks to be there and get a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Well, then make it like 150 bucks and include like a, a bunch of different swag things from sponsors and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I ju- it yeah. just feels like... Because most of the people who go to these conferences, who like the physical conferences, are getting paid for. It's getting paid for by the company. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and quite honestly, I mean, if you like geek, hey, hey, where we're 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 paying for all of our employees. We don't need to up the price anymore. Let's <laughs> pump the brakes there, Taylor. If, if, I, if you like, you should charge ten bucks for this. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you like geekware, I mean, th- this would be an opportunity to get some good geekware. If you're if you're a Laravel, I I think I'd been more interested to purchase one if it just said Laravel, not Laracon. Um, and it always bugs me when the conference shirt doesn't have the year on it. It's like put the year on there. Maybe maybe it's an Easter egg in there somewhere. And I I just want to point out they're using the image of the uh, Star Trek Enterprise an awful lot. 
I'm assuming they got licensing for that or it's different enough where they don't have to worry about it. But they have like the <laughs> the Star Trek Enterprise ship on there. And I'm like, wow, that, that could well, be cheap. They also have Kirk and Nimoy in the picture behind Taylor there, sitting at the desk in the top. Oh, do they? I didn't notice that. I, oh, yeah, I think right. it's fair use. Car- that's kind of a cartoonization, maybe. I don't know the, the the ship. I would be worried about, but yeah, I think the I think maybe the I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, it's there. I mean, twenty bucks is not for the poster. It's not too bad. I don't know why you'd have a poster, but yeah. Just, like, you don't put it, these posters all over your walls. You, you, yeah, you got me. You got me. What, it's no up? elephant, that's for sure. So in, in prep for uh, today's episode, I dropped into Slack and noticed that I have a, a button that says new Slack Connect. That's been there for a few weeks now. <laughs> I didn't mean to grind it to all. Please share. So this is a, a new feature that I didn't know about, but apparently has been there for a couple weeks that allows your company cha- your company to create a channel that is shared with another company. The which... funny thing is they've, they've had this for a long time, uh, maybe just not as accessible, but I've got between various Slack groups a single channel that people can be part of. Hmm. So I don't know how this really differs from that. Uh, I think one of the things is that it it has the tooling as well. So the integrations with Jira and Zoom and all that stuff. Hmm. So yeah, I'm not sure. That That's why they're worth so much money. Yeah. How much is it? 30 something billion? I don't know. Something ridiculous. Crazily overpriced. Man, I have been fighting database issues now for weeks. And we finally, we threw some various downtime issues finally got Percona, like somebody from Percona on the line or on Zoom with us to Oh really? Kind of pour through logs and graphs that's, and everything. That's expensive. Uh so th- they have a support contract with Percona. That's also expensive, but less than the hourly contracts. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so worth it. I mean these people like know their databases inside and out. Yeah. That is not that there was no unfortunately there was no silver bullet. It wasn't like he said, Oh, do this and do that but just listening to him talk you could tell he really knew what what he was talking about he just sound tired of all the questions pretty much move yeah. uh, and, no. and, <laughs> why are you still on five six that's crazy <laughs> don't you know your nodb tables can't optimize that column uh. <laughs> <laughs> no but one thing he did tell us so we noticed through some graphs that the AHI, the Adaptive Hash Index, kept it would grow continuously or it had these huge spikes in it. And one of the recommendations before we got on the call with them was to turn that off because in 5.6 is not great. In MySQL 5.7, they really optimized it and it's a lot better. So we, we did turn that off and increase the capacity of the machine. So it went to a, basically a double the size of what we had for the database instance. And then talking to me, he's like, yeah, good thing you turned off AHI because it doesn't scale. And had you gone to the bigger server and left that on, you would have had more issues. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, it's nice to have a, good to a service that doesn't scale. <laughs> no, it was just more like, just upgrade the dang software. And then, then of course, we upgrade it in one environment. And while MySQL 5.6, quote unquote, fixed a lot of, 
crap that five seven doesn't put up with. So that's been interesting. I what mean, do you what do you mean? You you, so, you mean things that were quote unquote working under five six don't work under five seven or right. Exactly. So uh, one of the hmm. one of the things was when you insert into a table and you don't specify a column, if it doesn't have a default value, it breaks. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five five six just like oh if it's a nullable field we'll put null and if it's a not null field we'll put an empty string you're good to go mm. because that's obviously what you meant right <laughs> I mean there are so you can you can pass in an argument to allow five seven to work like that which mm-hmm. in order to get to five seven faster is being enabled versus actually fixing it yeah so one one of those oh well we know about this now we'll fix it let's just uh, get it working right now. And right. then we won't and fix it. it. Exactly. <laughs> Except we're going to have to fix it because I think 8 doesn't allow that at all. Like, if you're going to upgrade again, you better get this fixed. Yeah. We're going to have to look at our Argus database, Argus.to, the uh, simplest and easiest cron monitoring solution out there. Uh, we're going to have to look at our Argus database because it is quite getting quite the traffic to it, man. It's, it's getting some activity. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take a peek at that. I'm 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 sorry I'm starting to question my decision to go with UUIDs now. <laughs> but uh, I mean we're not seeing any issues, no, no performance issues. But I, I do want to see how big that database has gotten since going public. Uh, it's going to be going to be interesting. We need to we have a challenge in the environment we host. And we, we decided not to go AWS because AWS adds a lot of complexity that we just don't feel like we needed. Really happy with uh, DigitalOcean uh, for the hosting that we've been doing. And DigitalOcean came out with a uh, database service, much like it, Amazon's AWS RDS service, relational database service, uh, one of the few names that actually makes sense. Uh, <laughs> DigitalOcean came out with one as well, but... Theirs is like really weird. Theirs is dependent on all tables, all tables having a primary key. And I know what you're thinking out there. Why wouldn't your table have a primary key? Well, pivot tables, for example, typically don't have primary keys by default. It's just, all, it's just not something that you do. All my pivot tables have primary keys. Oh, of course, of course it does, Tom, because you're just fucking awesome at what you do. But ours didn't. And we had a lot of legacy uh, legacy code bases out there where the pivot table just didn't have a primary key. Well, the DigitalOcean service does not like that. Uh, we log every time I log into the console, we have like a thousand messages from them saying, "Hey, your data your database might not be syncing correctly because we depend on having a primary key to sync things correctly." I'm like, "Yeah, you've been telling me this every day for the last." fucking four months i understand that thank you <laughs> stop telling me so thomas on your pivot tables are your is your primary key your two basically your two columns or do you add an auto increment key in there i i, I have to do an yeah, auto I, increment i absolutely have an auto increment yeah because there's there are several replication schemas that require an auto incrementing key for synchronization right. and because a good idea you with, work for digital ocean you can tell us now. Well, you can double relate things as well. Um, some pivot tables can contain right. uh, ancillary data. So you can have 
two references to the same thing that have metadata associated with it in the pivot tape that is different. So you need to have an absolute reference to a record when you're refer- when you're when you're drawing. Yeah. So that's that's something. I mean, I got that from doing database stuff years and years ago, where I ran into so many problems with pivots that were primary key. Yeah. So things to say, we've started doing that as well. Well, it goes beyond that, though, Thomas. To our defense, it's not only that piece, but when running migrations, uh, we've run into a problem if, like in in our UUID situation, where our primary key is a UUID, if we try to run that migration just as a str- as a straight migration, the uh, DigitalOcean server won't allow it because. It actually runs the migration and then says, okay, this column, the ID column, we Mm -hmm. call, I mean, their UUID is still an ID column. We say, okay, the ID column is the primary key, but it actually does it after it builds the table. So that's a Laravel thing, not a DigitalOcean thing. That's just Laravel migrations. Well, but DigitalOcean won't allow that migration to run because it won't even let you build the table without the primary key. So, yes. To John's point, the migration is a Laravel thing, but it's the fact that DigitalOcean won't let that migration run. It won't even allow, you know, give it a second to say, okay, are you going to define a, a primary key here? No? Okay, well, I have a problem with that. It just flat out won't run the migration. So there's actually a command you have to add to your migrations to get that migration to run. So it's kind of been this thorn in our side for a while been thinking of uh how to address it i like the idea of having the service because i like the idea of not managing a database server but i don't know i'm getting to the point now where i'm like ah maybe i will just spin up my own database server but i haven't we'll just fix the tables up and get used to figuring out how to do it through laravel i'm sure there's a patch out there at this point or will be where somebody says you really need to change how you're doing your your create table syntax here so i was gonna say i thought that patch was recent i don't not as of the last time we looked at it did you you look yesterday because the latest version was yesterday (laughs) (laughs) no i looked into the way laravel migrations work and they just it, separation of concerns. They didn't want to mix the two, so it's a hey, we have this whole section for creating a table, and then we have this whole code for adding indexes. Why mix them when you don't need to? You can create it and then alter it. So it's a it's a thorn in our side, but like to John's point, we just figure out how to work with it, or you know, whatever it is, what it is. I, I mean, programming in general is a thorn in my side. Well, that's because none of us are good at it. <laughs> Uh, have you guys seen an uptick in business? Absolutely not. Should we have? Are we that bad at our job, but nobody comes to us? I don't know. I, this week, my LinkedIn has been flooded with, with jobs. I I think people are getting the COVID shot. They're like feeling like everything's ramping back up. They, they're getting ready. No, they're just all from Texas. It's all open. There were a lot from Texas. (laughs) Well, well, all the old employees died so of oh, COVID, yeah, yeah. so they, they got to replace them somehow. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was just I was wondering because it. it's not funny. It's been like it's been like seven people interested this week. I think I've turned off all my LinkedIn emails. I can't stand LinkedIn. I hate LinkedIn. It was so such much. a good good thing for so long. It was a good little place to be, and then it yeah. just became just garbage. Yeah, it was good when it was literally that piece where. You have employees, employers trying to connect. Now it's everyone trying to sell you something or, hey, I, I'm a 
real estate agent I want to list your house. Yeah, Yeah. real estate agents, recruiters. Recruiters who want to add you as a friend. I'm like, we're not. We're not friends. Why would I want you on my list? I, yeah. yeah, it's I'm not a fan. LinkedIn is awful. And they added some new like uh, daily breakdown view of the news feed and decided that since it wasn't it was a new feature that you hadn't opted out of yet. Now you're getting those emails every day. Mm-hmm. So like what a way to work around opt out rules. Is just call it a new feature <laughs> and then start sending the emails. Hey, Thomas, I, I got a card on my Trello board just for you, brother, because you, you of the three of us, you're the craziest one who would actually consider doing this. But php.net is looking for a release manager for PHP 8. Oh, Jesus. 8.1 or 8.2? I forget 8. now. 8.1. Yeah. So they're looking for a release manager of 8.1. And if you're interested, they actually have a link to their release release process. They have a whole process documented. Read over it, and if it's something you feel like you can handle, you can throw your hat into the ring to become a release manager of PHP and forever have your name associated to a release. I, I did that. Well, you had PHP me until 6. that. Maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't know that. PHP 6 was, uh, was uh, all me. No, I'm just kidding. I had nothing that, to do with that. That way it's been scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> it's been scrubbed from history and mankind. Yes. I am no. grossly um, unqualified to do this. You want to hear something terrible is I spoke with, for one of the interviews I did for PHP Architect, I spoke with the release manager, release managers for eight. Um, one of them was uh, Sarah, who, who's been a release manager uh several times and i totally forget the other person's name and i'm embarrassed because i liked him a lot and i i would pray I, john actually told me to stop praising him so much because i had nothing but good things to say but after speaking it's not fucking to steve them, is it it's not fucking steve now i gotta look php 8 release manager uh because this this person definitely deserves some kudos here it is gabriel yes gabriel uh such an inspiring person to talk to after speaking to him like i said i i got so infatuated with his positivity just just how he's a relatively new php developer and how excited he was to be contributing to to the core and this and that he had me believing i could do it he's like no anybody can be be a release manager anybody can do it they have it documented blah 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 i'm like i can i can i can do this i can do this and John's like, no, you really, you can't. <laughs> so please stop. Please stop talking about it. Yeah, but John's yes, out there to, looking to out be, for your good name. To be fair, I did not say anything of the sort because if any one of us could do it, it's Eric. Ah, uh, oh, so nice to me. I'm going to put release managers in show notes as well. Uh, but yes, anybody out there listening, Tom, Tom. You know, you know, you want to. You want to be a. You want to be the release manager of the next major release of PHP. Here's your opportunity. I do like the doc, though. I do want to just like read this for for fun. It's on GitHub. It's awesome. They they uh, Sarah actually sent it out in internals, and she sent out the GitHub link, and then the more traditional uh, PHP net. A link from the old wiki, the wiki link. I want to send this, but to they're both the, they're both the same. Why? General general notes and tips. Number one: Do not release on Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays. <laughs> that that is a stand fast rule of Diego Dev as well. We had to talk our client off the cliff of saying, "Hey, 
we're not releasing on Fridays. You guys need to get used to this this workflow because we're not doing it. Now, you and understand that, why my well, industry does release on Friday because we have a busy period, which is the weekend. So like when things are broken or need to be tweaked and tuned, we do it for the weekend. But why would you not do it early in yeah, well, why would you not do it early in the week so you get testing under it so it's ready to go for the weekend versus ship breaking during your peak time? Because if it breaks during the peak time, I'm there to fix it. But that's, that's the point. You shouldn't have to be there on the weekend to fix. How how often have you spent your weekend fixing things? Oh, not that often. <laughs> it's maybe maybe three times a year total, like average and 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 kaylin in discord who is a diego dev he he is our heart and soul of uh operations at diego dev not that he's an operations person he's just the first dev who who wasn't smart enough to leave us and we made him the operations person uh you know does call me out and says hey we we've deployed on fridays yes we do deploy on fridays when there are hot fixes and, and important things that need to get done but as a general rule we don't do it you know this caitlin you know this we've had this conversation several times it's not a general <laughs> it's not generally a big deploy though yeah yeah he's on a delay so he didn't hear me but Basically saying the same thing, I'm sure. It, it's funny how various clients do it. So we have clients that every Wednesday is a release day. We have clients that mm-hmm. it's when things are ready, we're going to release it. Yeah, I was most, one of those. Are as it's ready. Most of are as it's ready. I, I came from the world of we have, a, we have a release day. And it took me a long time to break myself of that. Like, I still wanted to do that. I wanted to say, yes. Wednesday is when we release. Thursday, you know, we fix a release from Wednesday. If something breaks, we all have the weekend to relax. But yeah, I it's, I hate it's Thursdays. Different. Absolutely why? hate Thursdays because phone burner releases show, code. So I, I have I have Wednesday is a release day for phone burner. My Thursday mornings go right in the tank where it's firefighting Thursday mornings, and the only thing that keeps me happy is oh, I get to record tonight. So it's like. This big low. I was like, "All right, we the, the most of the fires are out, and then I have this to look forward to at night." Yeah, so I, I hate a, Fridays. I'm always so hungover <laughs> from this. I'm a, I'm I'm hungover from recording, and then have to deploy code. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> Seems uh, like a perfect marriage. Yeah, uh, Thursdays are the uh, the Laravel release day, and I hate that. <laughs> What is you have this forever battle with Laravel releases, don't you? What? I don't understand your issue What's, with Laravel releases. Thursday's a bad day to do releases. Here's here's one of the things that was added to this week's release: a method that returns true or false if a collection contains only one item. Interesting. Okay, so there's That's there's easy already to do with count, but. Yes, there's already the count method, but now there's also a method that's called contains one item. <laughs> and if count if count equals one, then true, otherwise false. I mean, this is <laughs> such filler garbage. What is the... Where, where uh, do you I, get your release notes from, Thomas? Laravel News. Do you, do you have an intro? 
Oh yeah, oh, Laravel News. Okay, but like, so so, what was the justification behind that method? I'm curious. Uh, syntactic sugar. <laughs> you love so, those, don't you, Thomas? So we can we can expect to have contains two items, contains three items, contains four items, contains. Well, new contains one item collection. Naturally. <laughs> Naturally, contains no items comes first. Well, what's funny about it is if you look at this, isn't syntax, there already an empty? Is empty? There's also already a equals equals one. Uh, e- equals 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 one. Yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. If you look at the example they have, the the old way was count equals equals one. The new way is contains one item, all spelled out. I think that that might be more characters. More characters. <laughs> It might be more characters. I'm not. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I didn't do the math right off the bat. But yeah, it seems like it's that's more to type out. Uh, I agree. That 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 seemed pretty trivial. Like, was that just something somebody from the Laravel team wanted? It was like, ah, oh, I need to contribute a new feature this week. Let me see. Let me do this one. I uh, I don't know. I don't get it. That's a little confusing. Yeah, I, I put it's uh, completely unnecessary. Yeah, I I, I I can't say you're wrong on that one, but but okay, you you happen to call out the one example, but say so you this don't week. use it. I mean, this week. Th- but my there's, point being is to say you don't use it. What's there's the big one deal? of these. There's one of these every week, and it just makes the code base bigger and bigger for no reason. Mm-hmm. I I just I can't I can't fathom the need for this and why it would be introduced in a framework in a minor release. I don't understand. I, well, because you're yeah. complaining if you're in a major release. So I did add a, a, a card to Trello, and I, I've already pushed it through. It's already posted to Discord. But PHP News released a whole article on the Laravel release cycle and how it works. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. This has been a while. I wonder if they're like going to talk about like lessons they've learned and things like that. It's weird. Like if you read the article, I I went back up and looked at the date. I'm like, wait, is this an old article? They talk like they're in PHP. They talk like they're in Laravel 6 and talking about the release cycle and stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. That was like two releases to go ago, right? We're in eight now, aren't we? And I, I found myself going to Laravel's website just to make sure that, you know, I wasn't going sideways in the head and make sure that we were still on eight. But it's, it was, I don't know. It looks like a retread of an old article or I maybe it's it an article that they meant to post, but forgot to post. It's a no, good, it's a it, good article. It, it appears to be a re-release, an updated release of an existing article. That would, why don't they just update the freaking version numbers that they're referencing? Why keep it looking? It was very confusing to read for an old man like me, but it's a good article as far as explaining how Simver works and the the philosophy. How Simver for Laravel works? You mean? I, <laughs> you just both. You both are just so hard to deal with. Well, no. In this, <laughs> so in this article, in this article, it says that <laughs> Laravel eight will receive bug fixes until March eighth, twenty twenty one, which is not the case. So this is absolutely. This is absolutely a republished old article, right? Because they recently decided to change that. You, you are. Does it really say that? Yeah, it does say that. Bug fixes until March eighth, twenty. Holy crap! Which is in four. Well, there you go. There you go, Thomas. You don't have to worry about releases for a little while because apparently they're just going to stop releasing on March. I guess. And and we have a new president today. Yeah. Yeah. All these arbitrary dates of things interesting they, you know they should clarify that you're right that 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 is very misleading 
if they're going to retread an article, they need up if if they're actually updating information in here, they should update the information, and that's an important important no, piece is, of information to update. This is a very old article, very yeah. old. <clears throat> it should not have been published. Hmm. So since we're since since we're talking so much about Laravel, I was curious if Thomas had seen the Git support that's coming to Laravel installer. Did you see this article? I, I dislike the Laravel installer, and I saw the article, but ignored it completely. Oh, I just was wondering if I was understanding what it was saying correctly, which my understanding of it was that it's just going to save you the, the initial step of doing git init on a new Laravel project, or if there was something more to it that I wasn't seeing. Oh, I do believe But like it that, doesn't actually. sound like, well, Damn. there you go. You should it allows you stuff. to immediately set up a git repository with a fresh Laravel app. You know how many times and I've even done push this it to get and gotten it wrong every single time? What? I'm, huh? What do you mean? How often like, are you creating I... new Git repos? Yeah, that was, that was going to be my question. How every, often do you create new... I, every month or so. What? For, for Just goofing around on stuff, doing little projects, doing little tests. See, I usually create the repo after. Like, I, I, I goof around on something, and then I'm like... Yeah, no, this is worth saving. Let me create a repo for it. I, I don't have enough confidence in my skills to have the forethought of saying, I'm going to like what I'm doing. I'm going to create a repo for it. But even still, they have, I mean, I guess for a business that is constantly doing this, but it's not that hard to do a git init and then a git. If you're pushing to GitHub, it gives you all the commands already. You just copy paste and you're good mm. to go. Except yeah. if you have a non-empty git repository by creating the license and readme files first, and then you don't. No, GitHub so, does all that for you. Well, no. So the thing no. with Laravel is that if you do it through git, or if you do it through Composer, sorry, uh, you do the package install or or new project or whatever it's called. Uh, it requires an empty directory. But if you go and start on GitHub and create the README and the license, then you don't have an empty directory and you can't get the two to make friends. Yeah, I know what Thomas is saying. You you have to do that. You have to do an initial pull from your repo to pull in the license and and read because GitHub has this feature where you can it has templates for licenses and readmes right. that it'll create for you when it creates the repo. So if you do that and then you have your code on your computer, you'll you have to pull down from your repo before you can push up. And it doesn't give you the the commands you're referring to, John, where it says, Oh, okay, now you know, in in on your command line, run this command to make this the branch and and if you and if you pull down that. from the repo, then you have a non-empty directory which composer new project won't work. Well, we're so, saying you do that at, you do that after you can't you've do done it after the new project. You can pull down from the yeah, from GitHub after. I'm saying you do the composer part first, and then you can pull down from GitHub to get your README and your license in there. So I, I guess maybe maybe this is a better feature than I was giving it credit for. Maybe I it, the cool thing about it is it doesn't only do Git, but you can specifically do GitHub. And if you have the GitHub command line um, app installed. It has some nice features. I've been using that actually more and more. I'm trying to get comfortable enough with the GitHub command line tool to read my pull request and to approve my pull request in the command line, but I can't quite get comfortable enough. Unfortunately, the command line also has a very easy command you can toss that says, okay, open this pull request in the browser, and and you can do that. But uh, I like the GitHub command line tool a lot i'm a command line tool person obviously with them and uh but 
uh, yeah, it's cool. Maybe this is maybe I, I didn't give this uh, new feature enough credit. I thought it was it seemed like a very minor feature of okay, well, if all you're gonna do is a get a knit for me, okay. I mean, that's not really that hard for me to do. But if I, I just noticed that it does have that GitHub flag you can throw or option you can throw in it actually i imagine creates the remote distro by remote for you and all that so yeah that's kind of cool i agree it does sound like a good feature the more we've talked about it and now we've lost eric but yeah, he's he's back. Oh, he's uh, I, back. I'm just on the I'm on the Laravel news page, and the, I was looking at the Laravel news partners. Dude, we are Laravel heavy this show. I take credit for that. Go ahead. What one of their at? partners. One of their partners is accounting. Is what? Accounting. A K A U N T I N G. I'm trying to catch up to what you're looking at. Okay. Okay. I see it. Accounting. I, yeah. I, I am. I would I would refuse to use this software based on the name. But it's 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 open source free accounting software built with modern technologies. I wonder right, if it's a variable app. It's accounting spelled like haunting. Where are you guys looking at? <laughs> I am so confused. A K A U N T I N G dot com. John, go go to Laravel News, scroll to the bottom and click on partners. And one of their partners is is the accounting. I'll I'll put it in Trello if you're if you're it's, curious so we can post. I, I I have a problem with a lot of company names anyways, but that's just you have you have a lot of problems just in general i I mean that's let me uh let me throw this uh so discord picks it up and then i don't think i'm gonna actually put it in show notes but i'll uh i'll throw it in there so discord gets it i'm concerned a little discord i'm concerned that we're not hearing from buttery crumpet that much today I thought I saw something with Kalen's, Kalen's yapping. Buttery, Buttery hollered at us when we first started. Yeah, he was saying how Japan's better than America. Well, that's I true. Just, I was just ignoring that. <laughs> Thomas, your mouse issue is rubbing off on my computer. I think you infected it. Excellent. My scroll my scroll wheel is barely working, and I don't know why. What, oh, that is a Linux oh. issue. Do, do, you have a, do you have a Logitech mouse? Yes. Are you using the receiver? Uh, yes, I assume so. No, it's Bluetooth. Oh, it's just straight Bluetooth. When when I had when I had that problem, I had it on my old mouse right before I, I swapped it out. All I had to do was unplug the receiver and plug the receiver back in and it worked fine. But I know exactly what you're talking about. It was one of the things where I'm like, okay, it's time to get a new mouse because it was driving me crazy. You guys should learn how to use X input. It's very, very handy. You, you should learn to use X input. I What's use X it input? all the time. Please please enlighten me. Because I think I looked at using that so I could try and use my some of these other buttons, and I ended up breaking a bunch of stuff. Sure. So if you go uh, X input list, it'll tell you all the input devices you have attached. Wait, so this is just something that's installed? Mm-hmm. X input list? Yeah. Yes. So oh, I see that. That'll give you your devices. Um, uh-huh. So let's say you find your mouse device. Mm-hmm. So your mouse device ID number keep that in mind you want to watch you want to go x input uh let's see mine is take your time four <laughs> i got like uh, five mice showing up on here just just saying so x input watch uh no that's not the one ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> you, should, you should be sharing your screen why are you not this is a different screen? computer like see this stuff so People x input like watch props you want watch props no watch not watch props dash- uh, it's okay. been a while since i've had to do this sorry everyone who's listening this kind of went sideways on us. I think we should do more live coding uh, on the stream. I'm just putting that out there. But the only watch I see is watch dash props. Watch props. Delete prop. Uh no. Can you just 
disable and en- enable it. Would that work? Wait, wait, wait. He uses it all the time. Give him a second. <laughs> uh, so I can't believe we haven't used this. X input test and then the device number. Okay. X input oh, test. Hey, look at that. As I scroll and do stuff, it's showing me button presses and releases. Right. So it'll tell you which button is being pressed. <gasps> what? I needed this the other day. What? Wait, what you did X input test and then the device number? That just right. ID? What? So <gasps> this is oh, the this is the what, ID this number for the button. And then from there you can map all sorts of stuff or disable buttons. So one thing I know you and I, Eric, both have is the yeah. MX the MX Master. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get. So yeah, I'm trying to get that this, big it's button got this, work. It's got this thumb wheel. It's got a horizontal thumb wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you bump it while you're on Chrome, it'll swap the tabs real quick, mm-hmm. which is very annoying. It does that when you scroll the wheel and you're on the and you're hovering over the tabs too. Yes, but that's a different behavior. So those hor- the the horizontal scroll on the MX Master can be turned off with X input, and then you say set button map the device number, and then you enter the number for all of the buttons, but for six and seven, put zero. So See, mine from, only does that when I'm over the tabs. Well, it doesn't do does it Pop OS is slightly different, but so Pop OS is awesome is what you're saying. Yeah. But you can also remap. Pop OS so awesome. if you, if you go in there and you say one, two, three, four, five, 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 then the horizontal scroll will give you the button five action whenever it's clicked instead of six and seven action. So you can remap all your buttons through X input so that they're the correct ones that X windows is expecting. Yeah, that was interesting. You showed me a new toy I need to play with because it also has this big thumb button that I don't know what it's mapped to in pop OS. When I hit it, it just pops open my, my browser, which I guess is okay, but it's not what I want. I want it to mm-hmm. pop up my, all my windows is what I would like. I'd like to remap it to that. And you turned us on to another app for Logitech and mapping your buttons. And I think that was one of the things I couldn't figure out what button number that was. Uh, and now I, I know how to, now I know to do that. Well, I can, I can tell you too. I can. It's button one. Uh, was it one? I don't, what oh, it isn't, it's not about? button. It's, it's not button one. Uh, on, in, on the MX master, it's called the gesture, button. it's a one. That, that's weird. Which oh, button? No, that, that, on your thumb, on your thumb, there's a button. I've got two press buttons down. by my thumb. No, no, no. Press down. Press the actual, down. Oh. Like, the rubberized surface oh. is a gesture. I didn't know that was a, I've never seen that there. Yeah. In yeah. Windows, in Windows, you, you can configure that so that if you draw a heart shape, it'll open up your Tinder account or whatever. Yeah. I used to, on my on my Mac, I can, I would hit that and would show all my open windows. And that's, I want to do that on my Pop OS. And I still haven't figured out how to do that. But I yeah, never cool even stuff. knew that was a button there. Well, that's now you know it's, it's called the gesture button, so you can look it up by that. But you can't find it through the test because as soon as you click it, the, it the window goes, goes away. away. Yeah, I, it it doesn't actually test the button. Yeah. Why? All right. It it might about. be a software mm. button. It might be totally different. Perhaps. Probably is. All right. How are we doing? Oh yeah, on no, time? It is. it's recognized in Linux as a gesture. Is it? 
Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I just didn't make a gesture for it. I, I never even used it as a gesture button. There's there's some but. third-party software or something for it. But hey, in mm. all this fun, I've managed to break my mouse functionality again. Awesome. <laughs> Seems like a good time to wrap up the show. I don't know. Where are we at? We're at, well, we're only at an hour. So by the time I cut out all the, all the silence, that'll bring us down to like 26 minutes. I don't Perfect. Know. <laughs> See, I, I prefer a shorter podcast. Just me. So do our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Which means it's time to wrap up. I think so. Anybody have anything else? Thomas, you look like you were going to say something else. I don't. I didn't want to cut you off. Getting my I don't mouse. Want, I don't want John again. take control of the. Uh, I got a couple things. Oh, I didn't realize the side scroll works in Trello too. Mm-hmm. I never use this scroll. No, I, I use it all yeah. the time. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. I knew that worked. Uh, Google has committed to stop selling targeted ads based off of browsing history. What? I don't believe it. They will instead be selling ads based off of browsing history. Here we go. That makes sense. Uh, They are discussing the eminent change to Chrome that will disallow third-party cookies and the impact that that will have. And on one hand, they're saying to the consumers, we're no longer going to be tracking you and selling targeted ads. And then on the other hand, to marketing people and advertising people, they're saying we're implementing our new privacy-preserving APIs, which uh, which prevent individual tracking while still delivering results for advertisers and publishers. (laughs) So instead of instead of knowing who you are through a third-party cookie, they will know kind of who you are through a a privacy-preserving API. Uh, it is it is a commitment to nothing. Interesting. Um, this is this is classically considered uh, data anonymization, where they just throw a UUID at, at you and say you're no longer this person. You're now this UUID. Don't be knocking UUIDs, man. Yes. So <laughs> it, it is not in any way actually anonymizing your information. It's just uh, abstracting it one step further from your actual like first and last name. Um, But it does require people who want to participate to enroll with Google's ad system and use their privacy preserving API. And it further locks the environment into a Google centric environment. So if you want to run ads, uh, Bing isn't going to be able to do it anymore. Only Google will be able to target people the way you want it. So super good news with a super misleading headline. And LastPass. Do you guys, you guys don't use LastPass. Yeah, we do actually. That's, that's the tool we use as a company. It's a tool I used for a long time. Are you paying for it? Are you using the free? Yes. No, we pay for it. We we have a we have a business account where uh, we put everybody on it. I've paid for it for years before that. Yeah, you'll have to add Uh, it to that because LastPass is changing their business model and will now only allow you to use it on either mobile or desktop devices, but not both at the same. For free. For free. For free. Yes. Which is I, I, not I don't how it necessar- used to work. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Uh, I, I understand the inconvenience, and that's that's the whole motivation behind getting people to pay for it. But every other password manager out there, with the exception of open source ones, you have to pay for anyways. I don't think I don't think any of the free tiers g- gave you what LastPass gave you. I, I I always thought it was crazy what LastPass gave you for free. Um, yeah, but you don't sound like you're too happy about it, Tom. Well, because Chrome is starting to catch up to LastPass, in my experience. How's, what? How's that? Oh, just just 
by knowing knowing your password and sharing it. So if you use Chrome right. everywhere, but see, you're back to having to use Chrome everywhere. I use LastPass and and one password is the other one we John and I use. But I I'll, I'll use it for things that are even outside my browser. I mean, I I have you know the credit cards. I have logins to you know, applications, things like that, that are outside of my browser. And when you when you use your phone, uh, if you like use the GitHub app, LastPass and OnePassword as well, for that matter, won't recognize that the app, you, you already have a login for re- GitHub as a website, it, but it won't recognize the app. That's the same thing. And you have to tell LastPass, oh, hey, look up this, you know, this, this, entry github Some, sometimes it does website. it depends on it depends on how the app is identified but you yeah. can get around that so my point being is my password manager needs to be disconnected from my browser i i, yeah. I thought about that that was actually one of my concerns moving to linux like i said john and i between the two of us we use one password uh, john was a one password guy i was a last pass i won from for the company but i couldn't convert john so uh, I, I converted for John, but uh, from a Linux perspective, uh, the one password implementation was rough. I mean, it worked, but it was rough. It's gotten a lot better. I, I'll give them credit. I love it when I see companies like One Password who say they're going to do something on Linux and then they commit to it and actually improve it and make it better and better. But out of the box, LastPass was such an easier, I, I it was such a better implementation. And I was so close to just telling John, I'm not using one password anymore. It's just, it's just a pain in the ass. But uh, but I still I, I kind of manage both of them. I'm fine using both of them. Well, I, I have an idea that sounds worse and worse the more you think about. It. But a well, blockchain based password manager. Yeah, it seems horrible. I see no positive from that <laughs> at all. Well, you, you just remove, wanted to work blockchain in here somehow. You remove the you remove <laughs> the storage issue from the game. How? Because it's stored on the blockchain. It's not stored on a server that you have to worry about maintaining. Yeah, I don't worry about maintaining this, the one password or last pass server. No, I mean as a as a product, I could launch a blockchain based password storage system, a token, without ever having a server. Well, the interesting thing about 1Password, when, when John first introduced me to 1Password, is it actually worked off Dropbox. Oh. So it, it, it was... it now, anymore, now Nowadays, yeah, nowadays it's a service, much like LastPass, where it's just a service you subscribe to. But I thought that was actually pretty cool. I'm like, oh, cool. So it's, you know... Yeah, sure. One our Dropbox now has theoretically your entire database of passwords accessible to it, but <laughs> oops. You know. <laughs> I mean, my my problem with the, the LastPass thing is that there's no grandfathering in for people who've been using it for 5 or 6 years. But you've gotten yeah. 6 years of free usage free. out of it. <laughs> How, how how expensive is LastPass? Man? It's it's like cheap, how, isn't it? How expensive is Disney Plus? How expensive is like Peacock? And then oh you know, come on, Thomas, it's CBS three dollars and... a month, three dollars right. a month, four dollars a month for a family plan. It's oh, I'm sure that's per person. Three dollars a month. Come on, Thomas. It's the it's the everything is becoming a service, and I want fewer and fewer yes. services. I don't want well, yeah. more. I mean, that, then that, that's, use it. That then was... do what most people do and use an Excel spreadsheet and stop <laughs> complaining. Post it, man. Post until it. until Google Docs has a mobile or desktop only. Pete, 
pe- people like I hate to say it, but like people with that mentality frustrate me. Like you think these businesses aren't supposed to make money. Like there's they're supposed to always offer oh, everything yeah. in the kitchen sink you're for free. Real, you're it's real like, close. I mean, come on. I I don't I don't see the purpose in businesses. I see the purpose in businesses distributing money they make to employees. Businesses making money. That's but how are they going to get that money to distribute if they don't make money? Nonprofit nonprofits you're, you're pay people insane. plenty. Okay, there you go. There's your business model, Thomas. Open up a nonprofit password manager. Do that. See how no, see wait, how well there's things no money go. In that. See. See, see how happy you are when you can't pay rent or, or you know, you can't you know, pay to have your car fixed. I, I don't know. I mean, I get frustrated with the, I, he, I hear from a lot of people, even family members where like, oh, you know, it used to be free. It's not free. If you remember when the internet started and really started taking off, Bill Gates proposed that email should have a price associated to it. And he he was he was proposing of only a penny or a cent or two per email, and the idea was that is going to prevent spam. But no, we said no, 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 no. There shouldn't be a price to it. We should be able to do this, and look where we're at. Nobody well, uses email no. anymore. To be to be totally fair here, zero out of any RFCs that Bill Gates submitted have been accepted by the W three C. So I'm not too with that. I just there there is a functional model for free software. There is a functional model for paid software, and there's a way that you treat customers. And LastPass right. has been universally decried and, and for how they're treating their that customers. Functional model for free software. You're just talking about Google. We talk about Twitter and Facebook. Is you become the product. You don't want to be the product when it's something as important. This is probably the most important thing that you use. The most important service you use is your password manager. You want to make sure your privacy is in place. Why would you not pay for that? I don't understand. $3 a month. You, Why would that's you a be coffee. required to pay for privacy? That's a pack of cigarettes. Privacy it's should not, be free. You're paying for the software that you are using, a service that you are using. <laughs> so confused i don't i don't i don't get it man it's three dollars a month brother you know what i'll tell you what thomas you want me to pay for a year of last pass for you i will buy you a year of last pass that is 100 percent where i was going with this actually there you go you're done we can we can finish having this conversation i will buy you a year of last pass there you go you're a happy be a happy clown we're, we're talking about this and we use trello for our maintaining our show notes and i remember many years ago when trello first started we're never going to accept money we don't this isn't for sale this is something we built for ourselves we're making it available not going to charge for it mm-hmm. and now every time i log in it's hey upgrade and you get this and this and that really i don't get, get this that flare yeah. oh yeah I, I do now to their yeah, credit they're... the basic functionality of trello is still free yeah they, it is. they're constantly trying to get you to uh, they, up they, power, got power new, ups yeah they've got new views now like a table view and a map view mm-hmm. i mean they're adding features but they were so adamant they wouldn't even take donations like people saying i i use this i love it where can i send some money no 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 we don't want your money see i i can understand that because if it's just a project by a small group of guys that they made publicly available and then millions of people 
started using it and the expectation of them to do the work for free continued. But see, I don't have the expectation of LastPass doing anything for me for free, except, except what they already servers, no, except what they already gave code. me for free. They already gave me a lot of stuff for free and then got so bad at adding features that they could charge for that they decided the free part they need to charge for too. That's a failure of a company. That's not that that's taking a La- product LastPass, I disagree with Thomas wholeheartedly. While I don't use your service, I think you should be charging for it. They had if, it if, you be wanna, a, if you want to sponsor be a, us, you let, just let me know. It should it should be a fourteen day trial, and you're good to go. But they they had a lot of new changed features. Argus free trial. I still haven't changed that. Damn it! <laughs> oh no! No, they they had a lot of new features they added where I started looking at it, going, "Hey, you know, I'd pay for that." I might, I might pay for that. Like, let's, you know, it's something that I would find useful beyond the free version. But if you start charging me for the free version, I don't know. realize you're wrong. So you, you, heard, you heard it from Thomas, everybody. <laughs> Nobody be a Patreon for PHP Ugly because Thomas doesn't want your money. It's a free show. You don't have to give us anything. Yeah, you get, you get, uh, you get the get the, the show live. Uh, don't worry about it, Thomas. You still with me? I'm being told that my audio is only one channel. That, that's probably good at this point. You're you're only paying for the left channel. That's the problem. The left channel is free. You got to pay for the right channel. You're clearly not a Patreon subscriber, or you would have the right channel. <laughs> New podcast model. You you just figured it perfect. out. Wow, how did that get screwed up? That's so oh annoying. god. Sounds like a good time to, oh. to wrap things up. <laughs> oh, look at that. All right. Is that, well, that ended on that ended on a weird note. That was that was awkward. Is that all I have? Uh, I, us, I don't have any more bad uh, news. Us disagreeing with Thomas. I don't know. Pretty much how every show ends. <laughs> John, we didn't go to any of your cards. You, do you want to call out any of them, or you, you got doom and gloom? You're like doom and gloom this this week. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'll be doom and gloom. I don't know enough about this one, but there's a new high security Linux network security holes found article going around that I've had a few people kind of freaking out about, saying we need to upgrade AMIs at AWS. Make sure your just make sure your stuff's up to date. Is the basic sentiment here uh yeah this is a, a vmware thing um there were a number of uh vmware sphere platform vulnerabilities discovered uh so if you're using vmware sphere that's like a mandatory update uh, besides that i mean at, as a at a user level this is not a big deal for us it's not a big deal uh nothing compared to Microsoft's vulnerability from 2016, which was recently discovered and patched, but turns out has been used to exploit uh, Microsoft Exchange servers by China since 2016. Oh, crap. Eric, go shut down our Exchange server. Quick. (laughs) Uh, So... That's a that's an interesting one. There was also a a uh, do people still use Exchange? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, there's an interesting uh, vulnerability in uh, Windows Defender, which is the antivirus that's included by default in Windows, and it was never really great. Um, but it was free and, and it, it included. Yeah, but it didn't really work. Uh, and Microsoft, after a number of years, went, "Oh, we figured out why it didn't work." And fixed it, so now it's actually a functional antivirus software. That was uh, last week, week and a half ago. So that's your that's your vulnerability news. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. 
I'm going to end on a positive note. I, uh, I I did a Zoom call with uh, one of our Patreons and in, in listener of the show. Uh, Mike? Is Mike? Is this P- your only page thing? Page is, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Private Zoom calls? <laughs> Private, yeah. I took a shower for him. No. No, we did live wire work, which was awesome. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that was fun. I, I another like perk of being a, a another perk of being a Patreon. Speaking of which, it, it definitely didn't hurt. Yes, hour hour and twenty five minutes without mentioning live wire. I was very impressive. No, he mentioned it earlier. You just don't pay attention I, I, to the show, dude. I leaned into I leaned into it heavy earlier, but yes, I think we were I talking about the blanked out. the whole lyric the whole lyricon talk. The, Laravel Conference is going to have all Laravel internal talks except for the Livewire talk, which I wouldn't even call that an exception. That should be a Laravel internal talk, and I predict it will be at some point. That's going to be the announcement. They're going to announce at Laracon that Laravel Livewire is going to be pulled into the core. That's that's my prediction for for Laracon. Thank you to all our Patreons. Thank you to our Patreons. Patreons. All of our patrons Patreons on, on Patreon. Patreon. I guess that's the right way. Yeah. Patreons on Patreon. Yep. Thank you very much. Uh, I believe we're working on like new merch and stuff, new uh, new logo <laughs> stuff, and new. <laughs> I think I think Eric's working on that. Eric, you're working on that, right? <laughs> Thomas is just making shit up now. You... Oh yeah, I think there's been like car. every show lately that you just throw something out of left field, like uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, we talked about that, right? Or was I? That was I was sleeping. That was a dream I had. That's awesome. Okay, that that's gonna be. It. I'm, uh, right, I'm, our, wrapping, I'm wrapping. Uh, hold on. Up. Our Discord is discord.phpugly.com. Our Patreon uh, Patreon is patreon.com/phpugly. Thank you very much to everyone. Thank you, uh, Pragmatic Lou, Buttery Crumpets, Kalen. Uh, we had a new Twitch subscriber that I have to I have to look up uh, and. It's because of you Patreons, our Patreons, we actually upgraded our Discord channel uh, today. So, think everybody benefits from the Patreons. Patreons That's right. I heard. Patreons. I heard something about the herd actually working correctly now. Is that true? Yes, apparently it is. The herd works now. So there is a private channel in our Discord called the Herd. Where if you're a Patreon, you just get added to it now, which is kind of cool. We're going to start. I, we need to, I mean, really, that's that's their platform to talk to us. The ideas that they have are, are one. But, yes, it's kind of a, a hey, there's people in there talking. I, I, I probably should look at that channel every now and then. Yes. Awesome. We, we pay attention to all this. So, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're perks. They're definitely perks for being a Patreon. If we, we periodically will, uh, the, what's it called? You got merch on the, on the brain now. I, I send out... Um, Lanyards? Gifts, not gifts. Uh, rewards, rewards. Yeah, lanyards. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, rewards. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I'm actually based on all the new patrons we're getting. I usually do it about once a year. I think this year I'm probably going to have to up that a little bit because we've got a we got a few I need to get some lanyards too. So, so yeah, there is there is a benefit to being patrons, but patrons, but uh, you still get the podcast for free because of Tom. And we do, and because nobody will actually pay us to, to 
we do still have podcast. a do still have a Valheim server for uh, for any Patreon patrons that might be. And how many have taken you up on that so far? Uh, one. There you go. But it, it's was it the servers. The servers got four people on it now, plus that one. As Kalen. Ah, Kalen. Yes. I found his house yeah. and burned it to the ground. There you go. That's nice of you. <laughs> I'm a Viking. What do you expect? Glad he has you as a friend. All right. Okay, I think that's going to do it. I'm calling it. I, I'm. I'm. We're, we're, we're at at uh, at 10:32 Pacific Standard Time. This is it. Episode 226 is in the books. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. ugly. One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shouts out to people. PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless you with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.